1: hello milwaukee bucks fans you are listening to the bucks and six podcast my name is steven Dorf, and alongside me is my co-host hershey Winkleman. check us out on social media we are on twitter and instagram at bucks and six ffsn as well as facebook now at milwaukee bucks ffsn uh here again with us on this episode of the bucks and six podcast is andy dorf from dorf on sports andy it's been an eventful week in the nba world since we uh, last had you on, uh, we covered this on our last podcast, but we just want to hear your thoughts on the uh, dismissal, the firing, however you put it of a uh, coach Budenholzer.
0: Yeah. You know what? I caught the last pod that you guys did. I enjoyed it. Really good stuff. As always, you guys are honestly on top of stuff. So um, great, great work. Once again, look at the end of the day, man, I, I, I read what, what Horst had said. I don't know if you guys caught the latest, but I, I caught something what he said. And basically, at the end of the day, man, the way things work in the real world is, is expectations change. And at the Milwaukee Bucks were a fantastic regular season team. That There is no disputing that. But when it came to what we really judge guys on these days – which is getting those chips, getting to the Eastern Conference Finals, having opportunities to swing for the championship, right? Get to the NBA Finals, win those things. Four out of five years, the Milwaukee Bucks had early exits, guys. The one year we made it all the way, and thank God that Kevin Durant's foot wasn't, you know, a, a half a size bigger or smaller, I should say, right? Like, dude, we, we got lucky in a lot of ways. And and I, I think that, that, that that's part of this. You you have to get lucky to, to have that success. And ultimately, man, I, I think that that that's what did it in for Bud is that the expectations have, have changed. You know, winning and being the best regular season team it's great. It's fun. And, 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 and Giannis was up for awards. Drew's up for awards. Brooke is up for awards, right? Like, but, but at the end of the day, man, they're sitting on the couch. They're watching the Los Angeles Lakers and the Golden State Warriors. And, and they're watching the Miami heat who have continued to just impress and Jimmy buckets. And you get my point, man, they're watching all these cats, right? So it's it's so disappointing that that if they didn't make an adjustment, I, I think people would really be scratching their head. So like, I I've I've looked at so many different pieces from from people like good bad and Bud deserved better. That's what I hear, heard Steve Kerr say. Right? I mean like. Dude, at the end of the, and four of the last five guys that have won are, are now fired, right? Like things like that. And they're throwing that at Steve Kerr. So, so, dude, it's, it's the way the world works now, guys. The, the, the sports world is so competitive that if you don't win and, and you don't maximize your potential, you're going to be on the hot seat, Hirsch. So it, 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 it was tough because, again, so much success. But ultimately, the, the the real success is the postseason. and I think they failed at that, Hirsch. So that that's my final thought on 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 Bud being dismissed, bad timing with his brother, obviously, just just awful stuff. like you can't imagine it. But in, in all honesty, remember, remember we, we did talk about this, and I want to throw this to you, Hirsch, because we, we said you want to do this with class and dignity and and like with like if, if they get rid of Drew or if they get rid of Chris. This is similar, man, with Bud. like, And I think everybody handled this really, really well. I, I'm i sure you guys saw sh- social media and the love fest that went back and forth. And, you know, we did things and relationships were made and this, that, and the other, right? So, so I think it's all good. I, I really do. I, I think Bud is okay with it. I think the Bucks are definitely okay with it. I know Giannis is okay with it. I'm sure we're going to maybe dive into like some of that stuff that was going on psychologically. Um, But, but it was time. Ultimately, Hirsch, it was time. Definitely. And we, we
2: touched on it on a bit on the last pod, Um, you know, looking at kind of the candidates that were up in the air, what, what are your thoughts on, you know, maybe a Nick nurse, maybe a Frank Vogel. A lot of people are talking about, you know, Charles Lee, who's in house knows the system. I know Steve brought that up a bunch on the last podcast. Um, what what would be kind of your ideal guy or is he or is he you know still maybe coaching
0: great question I, I mean ultimately I think the Bucks are kind of in a really good position right now guys like I told you I wanted the the dismissal the departure of, of coach bud to happen you know we, we talked about this on the day that it actually happened I told you guys I had a Good hunch that it was going down, and five six hours later, lo and behold, dwarf man nails it. Okay, but but that that's not what's important. Like what's important is this: is that we we take our time now, we we do our due diligence. And I I heard again, man, I'm checking you guys out. I'm 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 liking what I'm hearing, so I I keep checking out the books and six podcast first, and and my my. My nephew Steven Dorf. I, I think you guys are doing a great job. I heard what you guys said about like championship pedigree. And I I think that that Steven actually likes Frank Vogel better than he likes um Nick Nurse. And I I I think ultimately I feel like Hirsch kind of likes Nick Nurse better than he likes Frank Vogel. And I, I'm gonna probably side with 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 Hirsch here on these two guys in particular. And I, I think it's one of those things where I just feel like Nick Nurse is a little closer to reality and, and, and the game at this moment in time. Okay. Where's Frank Vogel? Okay. So 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 I I think that Nick Nurse is one of those dudes that can make adjustments on the fly, uh, game to game. I, I think he's a really good motivator. I think both of them are ultimately good at developing their talent. I don't know so much about like I heard I heard you guys when you're rattling off all the pacer guys that you you feel like Frank Vogel developed okay Granger was pretty good man like Granger was solid you know so so I think yeah, pump the brakes on 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 that and then and then you know you are you are talking about the guys on the Raptors too dude like those guys were young, Hirsch. Like you were onto something, bro. Okay, you you were onto something when you're like, well, he had a young this and that, and then like, but but you you didn't stick with it. So so I I I look at Nick Nurse and I I think he can develop the young talent extremely well. So so that that that's something that that I I I'm intrigued with. Okay, and creativity. I think that's something you, you talked about his offense. I heard you guys mention you, you felt like it got stale. Uh, look, man, it, it it's the NBA, man. It's a make or miss league, guys. So, so when 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 the Bucks' offense went stale, I got news for you. It stunk, okay. Like it looked really bad. But but when it was hitting on all cylinders, and guys like Pat the Rat Connington and County's corners wide, freaking open, and he's making shots, it, it looks fantastic, okay. It really does. But 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 ultimately, I I I, I think. Out of those two guys in particular, which seems to be where where everybody's head is at, at this time, I like Nick Nurse because I think he's a little closer to the Eastern Conference. He's closer to seeing Giannis. I, I think that it, it, it's something where the guys the guys know that that dude beat them. Okay, so so like there's something to that too. And and here's what's crazy to think about. Okay. I think I meant I don't know who I mentioned this to. It was you guys or in a different text that I'm in. Don't don't get shocked. Don't be surprised if if we play a game of switcheroo here, and, and Nick Nurse winds up being the Milwaukee Bucks coach and Bud winds up being the Toronto Raptors coach. Like they're gonna need a coach too, guys. And and ultimately bud changed the culture in Milwaukee quite a bit. he it's not like again, dude it's not like the guy did a bad job, okay but but ultimately we didn't do enough in the postseason, right so so now we're going to another guy who like you both mentioned he he has a little championship pedigree and, and he has that with 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 a star. so so I, I think that 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 matchup and that pair, uh, I don't I don't think, Stephen, I don't think there's more, you know, reason for concern. I actually think there's a lot more reason to have optimism when you're looking at Nick Nurse coming over uh, to, to to potentially be the Bucs. And, and real quick, Stephen, before I let you jump in, I, Charles Jones might actually be the best candidate. I mean, if you want like if you want familiarity, right, like there, there's no guy more familiar. So so to me that that. That, that 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 sounds good but again to me like th- this is this is up to Giannis, guys i i feel like Giannis wants to go a different direction and, and that to me what was the writings on the wall a little bit with what he said in the presser like he wanted to leave it on coach bud to, to make the adjustments because he felt that 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 was his role right but but ultimately he wanted that challenge, and he never got it. So, look, adjustments, adjustments, adjustments. I think that that that, that in the NBA today, Stephen, is extremely important, and I think Nick Nurse is is pretty on top of that.
1: For sure, for sure. I mean, see, the more I think about it, obviously, the more I, I want the Bucks to wait, and I think that there should be no impulsive hiring, and I think the Bucs know that. I think everyone knows that. So, I mean, uh, her said, "For all we know, uh, our head coach could be co- uh, coaching in the playoffs currently, right?" So, I've seen a lot of stuff about maybe Tyron Lue stepping down, uh, or you know, maybe them letting go of him. I know it's it's probably more of like a fan hopeful type of thing, but but with the case of a Frank Vogel, Nick Nurse, it, it's it's really close. I do side with uh Frank Vogel just because, like I said, I've seen him do it for longer, and I've seen him do it with multiple teams. And that to me really stands out. I mean, the end of the day, I I like a guy who who has shown consistency and who's, who, who has won in the playoffs. Nick nurse has, has won in the playoffs, but I don't really think he's shown too much consistency as a coach. So that's where I'm at.
0: Again, man, at the end of the day, change was what we were looking for, right? I'm going to throw this at you guys. I think this is kind of a funny thought. Okay. And I don't mean any disrespect by it, but but when you think about and and I, I saw a commercial the other day. So when you say, oh, when you start a comment with saying I don't mean any disrespect, well it's gonna be disrespectful. But 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 truth is is like this 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 I'm thinking about it and it, it might be true. So I want your opinion on it, and then maybe we can move on from here because this is gonna be an interesting way to 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 put a cap on this. Mike Budenholzer and Mike McCarthy, like potentially, do do you guys think that they could be two of the worst, if not the worst, championship-type coaches when you think about some of the things that happened with them with timeouts, clock management, both of them? Like ultimately, bro, I saw this piece. It was so well written by a guy. I don't want to steal the guy's thunder, but I'm going to – like ultimately, and it's just everything that was in my head anyway. But 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 the guy said something that that's so true. Like, game four happened, game five happened. That that that's unacceptable stuff. Like that can't happen at that moment, at that time. It just can't, Stephen. And I, I I know you're shaking your head a little bit, and and then you think about Mike McCarthy and some of the the blunders that that dude had. Come on, man. Like. These guys were, were handed great players, like like the best player in their league. So so yeah, to, to, to say that we underachieved, man, I, I I I really, really look at the last five years and I, I I just wonder what if more often than than not. And I I give a free pass with what happened last year because of the injuries, right? But but like Every other one, I'm scratching my head and wondering why we didn't get a little bit more out of this squad. So, change that—that—that—that that, that, that I think is 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 a positive thing, Stephen. And ultimately, I think that's what Giannis wanted as well.
1: I I don't particularly disagree with you that there needed to be change. In fact, I I agree with you on that. However, I do think you're being a little harsh on coach, but, you know, he's, he's not, he, look, for example, let's look at what he did in Atlanta. I mean, he wasn't necessarily handed uh, any great players there. I mean, he turned Kyle Korver into an all-star I, I like, yeah, no, he, he wasn't the best all-star ever. He was probably one of the worst all-stars ever, but however, he made him an, all, he made him an all-star. I mean, coach Budenholzer took that Hawks team to a conference finals. Uh, he And then when you say he was handed great players with the Bucs, yeah, Giannis was on his up and up, but he didn't win his first MVP until he was under Coach Bud. He uh Brooke Lopez, people were saying the dude was heading out of the league when he was on the Lakers before he came to the box. Uh Coach Bud figured out a role for him and, you know, figured out how to rejuvenate his game. So I I I do think Coach Bud has done some good things, but I do agree that it was getting stale. And, you know, when push came to shove, it was just time to maybe look into something else.
0: Hirsch, you got to love when Dorf and Dorf are, are battling it here on, on the, the Bucks and Six podcast, and, like, you can sit here and almost be, like, the referee, bro. This, this is this is kind of fun. And like, okay, so, so ultimately, man, we agree, it sounds like, on more than we disagree. And, and again, like I said, bro, I, I am not taking anything away from Coach bud dude he did something for me in my lifetime that I never saw okay so so like but that's why I said to you this had to be done with, with class and dignity and 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 style and I I think we've seen that on both sides like dude the the, the players put out something the, the horse put out something coach bud put out something I I think that, I think it's okay man I I really do and I, I think I think everybody understands that the world that we're living in today is different. And if you don't get results the way that, that you, you, you think you should, there's consequences, man. And and again, regular season success, dude, we were the best team over the last five years. Right? Like that, 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 that is what Bud did. Bud, Bud gave us a winning culture. Okay, I, I can't take that away. Andy gave us a championship. So, so again, there, there there's certain things. I, I don't want to sound like I'm ungrateful. I am grateful as all hell, bro. All of us, man. We're born and raised in that great state of Wisconsin, man. I mean, come on. So, so, so ultimately, it, it, it means something to me when, when the Bucks win, and it, and it, and it means something to me, guys. When, when. When I think they're underachieving, and I think we have a team that can be more successful. So, again, change was needed, Harsh And I, I know you're pumping your head and wanting to get in. So, be the referee, man. Who, who's, who's winning this battle, by the way?
2: I thought Steve made some great points, but. Oh, hell. You, you, bring, <laughs> up, you, you bring up uh, winning culture and playoff success. Um, we got two great coaches in the first or in the in this second round going at it with Eric Spolstra and Tom Thibodeau. Um, what are your thoughts, you know, on that next Heat series and how impressive have the Heat been looking to you this far
0: this playoffs? Look, man, that that was I I, I agree with you with the way you started that. However, I think one of those dudes, once again, is freaking lapping a guy and coaching circles around him again. And that, that's Spo. I mean, come freaking on, man. How good is Eric Spolstra? How good was Pat Riley when he told LeBron, LeBron James wanted him gone. Guys, if you don't remember that, dude, he wanted him out. Okay. So, so Pat, the rat was no rat, bro. Pat, Pat, Pat was sticking to his guns and knowing that Eric Spolstra was the guy for the job first and foremost, and that, you know what? He could handle dudes like LeBron James. Okay. And yes, man. I, so it's weird because I, I usually think Tibbs is a great coach And, and ultimately he's such a defensive minded coach that I think it, it's weird that that he's not coming up with a better game plan against Jimmy buckets. Like what, what are these dudes thinking? I, I, I don't get it. Okay. Like, Josh Hart is really good, really good. Maybe one of the best like guards in our league that that doesn't get enough credit. Okay, but but again, we're seeing something similar to what happened to Drew. Th- this guy's just too big and too strong, man. Like Josh Hart is good and and he, and he can play, but but he's a dude on an island and he's all alone when he's trying to guard Jimmy Buckets, and Jimmy Buckets is just beating them up so so am i impressed with miami oh 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 hell yeah dude they are like okay at at the end of the day steven had miami completely wrong and i definitely had them a little bit wrong and hirsch i'm going to give you a little credit because i remember you saying like i wasn't on the podcast but i remember listening and i heard you say something along the lines of like you thought that Miami was gonna be extremely tough out. You didn't think the Bucs were losing. Okay. No, nobody in the right minded. But 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 you did give them credit and say, like, this is a team that that that's gonna pose some problems for Milwaukee, and that they're 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 gonna be a tougher out than than people think. Now, man, I'm telling you what. I'm not gonna be surprised if they make it to the finals. This is one of those weird ass years, guys. Like, wow. Could you imagine that, that? That I know we're not here yet because we're talking Knicks in Miami, but we'll get there. And it, it's the other series in the East, man. Like that's two two. Boston's been like they've they've had everybody's number, but but all of a sudden it's the postseason. It's a new season, and, and Jimmy buckets in the postseason, guys. He turns into some dude like Stephen. I, I don't want to try to steal it from you either, man. So I'm not but he turns into some dude that I grew up watching and see him break my heart. I'll leave his name to you. But, but, but quite frankly, man, it it it's impressive what the Miami heat is doing. Hirsch
2: 1000%. Definitely. And I mean, I just think, you know, when you look at the, the way that the regular season panned out for the Miami heat, you know, a lot of people were talking about how Jimmy is such a, I saw how he how he turns his game to a completely different level. And yeah, like you said, he does kind of remind you of like uh Michael Jordan or like Kobe Bryant in in the in the playoffs where he just has that killer mentality. He will not back down and he will not stop. And and you know, with Bam at a bio, with Gabe Vincent turning it on, being the shooter that he's been, um, Max Struce hitting his threes. You know, we and then and then like you mentioned, Eric Spolstra, again with a master, an absolute master class on the um on the side. So yeah, like I, I just think this Heat team, um, whether it was like an effort thing or whether it was just like they they just decided, hey, this playoffs, we're just gonna turn it on, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna eat up the pressure and we're just gonna keep fighting. But, yeah, I just think it's a crazy, crazy turn of events to have the Heat playing this well in the second round against this next team.
0: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, here's what I've learned from the postseason in both the NBA and you guys know I I cover every sport. So the NBA and the NHL are in their postseason right now. Mama Mo is real, guys, okay? So the Miami Heat have found something – in the postseason, and they're going to continue doing what they do until somebody figures them out, and then we'll see if Spo has another gear. But the way that he's coached circles around guys has been extremely impressive. The Miami Heat have like seven guys that were undrafted, okay? Time to give credit where credit is due. Uh, These guys are – Playing extremely well in in difficult pos- positions and difficult times. The Knicks are a little banged up, okay. So, like, I do need to mention that too. And it, Julius Randle's not one hundred percent. Jalen Brunson at this point is nursing an ankle. He ain't hundred percent, okay. Like, but but again, nobody's a hundred percent, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so you can kind of throw that a little bit out the window, but but. He hasn't Julius Randle hasn't been able to play every game either has Jimmy buckets but it, it's affecting New York more than it's affecting Miami if you ask me. M- Miami has shown us they're they're extremely mentally tough but Mama Mo is real. The Florida Panthers have it in the NHL, the Miami Heat have it in in the NBA. The the Lakers have found something. It goes back to something guys. Who who can have the best player on the floor and and who can have two of the best two or three players on the floor at all times and jimmy buckets has shown time in and time out he's going to be the best player and then if he doesn't have somebody riding shotgun with him well you know what he's going to bring the whole squad with him okay so so that dude and what he's doing it's special spo is special i'm I'm a little disappointed with with Tibbs because I've always thought he was a good coach, but more on the defensive side, not not always offensively like a genius. So the, so like that there there's something, Steven, that, that that's something I think the Knicks are lacking with Tibbs is he doesn't have the, the creativity of some of these other guys to 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 run a different type of offense. So defensive really good but offense not so much.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, though, I mean, Eric Spoelstra is a great coach. He's coached circles around Mike Budenholzer, and now uh, it looks like he's coaching circles around Tom Thibodeau. So, at the end of the day, everyone was wrong wrong about this Miami Heat team. They are a lot better than we thought, a lot better than everyone thought. But we're gonna take a quick break here. We're gonna talk about. Some more NBA playoffs when we get back. A little Boston and Philadelphia. Their series is all tied up, as well as some tighter Western Conference matchups with the the Suns and the uh, Nuggets. So we'll be right back. And we're back on the Bucks and Six podcast.
2: Uh, We're on here hanging out with syndicated sports talk show host Andy Dorf from Dorf on Sports. You can hear him on Sirius XM Radio, uh, channel 967, as well as iHeartRadio and the sport byline. Um Andy, looking at this Boston Philly series being t- uh, all tied up, you know, we've had some crazy finishes, some overtime games, um some vintage James Harden performances with him dropping 45 in that first game and then, you know, he had a great game 4 as well. Um, you know, what are your thoughts kind of with these two heavyweight contenders just duking it out in that second round?
0: Look, again, comes back to that conversation about who can have the best couple players on the floor. And first and foremost, before we get too deep into this, what can we say about Joel Embiid? I mean, I think Steven is a little closer to the situation. I don't think you necessarily saw the guy play at Kansas, but, you know, he played there. uh, This, that, and the other with him not being able to necessarily stay healthy, but I give that dude so much credit for fighting to get back out on the floor early from that injury it, it it's amazing um so kudos to him first and foremost before we get caught speeding now let's talk James Harden and if James Harden can turn back the clock like he's done guys they have a legitimate shot to win this thing okay and it's obvious because where we're at they're not it up at 2-2 at this moment in time when we're all doing the podcast so what they were able to accomplish in that last game it, it was pretty cool because okay, you saw the foul on Embiid be called when they called an offensive foul when he bumped into Smart, right? And then at the end of the game when Jason Tatum pushes off and it, it it's right in front of the freaking official, man, I don't know what the hell that guy was looking at, okay? But, again, beside the point because it's the NBA and who knows, okay? but But – you 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 have to be able to make those calls right at that moment in time. If you're gonna call the one on the one side, and then the foul that Jason Tatum committed, that that that's a foul too to create that space. He knocks down the three. Look, James Harden hits that corner three, and the question there is why the hell did Jalen Brown go to double when he left James Harden wide open in the three? You know, but 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 again, like hindsight is twenty twenty, and old man James Harden hasn't been doing that stuff. And all of a sudden he turns the clock back two out of four games and they're winning games and it's two, two and they they have a legitimate shot to to win this series. So it's cool in that sense. You know, it's interesting that you brought that up because like, I want to ask you guys, is it good that we're seeing an eight seed in the Miami heat be so successful and, and, and proving that, Maybe they were better than an eight seed, okay, but but when you have the Bucks go out early, you have Memphis go out early, right? They're, they're two high seeds. It, it, you also had the Kings go out early, and I, I don't think anybody trusted them, but but the, again, but they were a high seed, right? So so is it good for the NBA that the regular season, the better teams don't necessarily. Have postseason success, and I, I, I feel like I, I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was you guys or somebody else that that feels like they should maybe reseed. I think that's an awful idea. Okay, like come on, man. Was that you, Hirsch? Did you say something like that? Because like that, that's that is so pathetic and weak. Okay, like no, man and and here's the other thought here if I'm gonna change something guys like I do like that the, they they brought the ten teams into play because I guess it keeps more teams into play but but again you're, it, it's like more lousy teams so if we're gonna change let's go back old school man make it eight teams make make it mean something to get to the postseason none of this playing crap okay so Hirsch I see you go ahead
2: yeah, no, my my idea, and I stole it from Nick Wright, who's on uh, F- FS One on uh, First Things First. Um, he he mentioned that you know the top the top uh, seed should be able to like it should be like a draft, so the top seed should be able to pick what which of the bottom four seeds they want to play against, so they get to pick which matchup they want. So being the one seed actually has value.
0: Okay, but but again, man, like how, how stupid is that? And and here's the deal, in 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 this particular case, okay, I'm sorry, but like so, how stupid is that in this particular case? Yeah, the Miami Heat are are like better than your typical eight seed, okay. But but I'm sorry, guys, like if you can't beat that team, you don't deserve to 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 play. So so. <laughs> I just think that if I'm gonna change something I'm going back old school and I'm gonna make the it, it, the top eight you know what and and make make the, the the top eight mean something don't don't extend it so that like 15 teams are in this thing like see see that's a problem before it was like 10 teams were in it when there were eight now come on like the Lakers think about it guys in the in the old school the Lakers won't be playing right now. And, and for, prior, for, for that matter, I'm going to say something freaking funny, okay? In February, if we would have this conversation, like, hey, I'm going to say the Los Angeles Lakers are going to play longer than the Milwaukee Bucks this season, y'all would ask me what the hell I'm smoking, okay? Because truth be told, who in the hell would have thought the Los Angeles Lakers would be where they are right now, and the Bucks would be where they are right now, okay? So, so... I don't like it, man. I, I don't like this idea one bit. Hirsch. sorry, bro. I don't like it at all. I
2: I feel like the play in. I feel like the play in was a good idea though. Just just because it it avoids those like bottom those bottom feeder teams, it gives them a reason not to tank. So it. I mean, I think that's kind of the reason they put it in is to avoid tanking.
0: That that again, like I said. So so what you've done is is you've brought. More bad teams, even though like they, uh, well, okay. So I'm I'm gonna play devil's advocate here with you, man, and and tell you why I think that that again it doesn't work, because we saw the example this season. How about those Dallas Mavericks, bro? They weren't mathematically out of it, but what the hell did they decide to do? They decided to sit their guys and they decided to tank it out, right? So 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 uh, it does. It doesn't, it doesn't always mean you're gonna get effort out of guys, is what I'm trying to say. So, so again, here here's where our 30 year gap was coming into play, guys. Man, like I don't believe in participation awards. Okay, I don't believe in Pat B and 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 him including Russ and, and asking for for rings. Like I, I don't believe in that crap, man. I'm sorry, like that that's just something I don't believe in. Okay, and, and I I know that you know. Certain situations it, it it may be called for, but but even still, I don't I don't think those guys necessarily accept the ring because my memory serves me correct. Corey Craig was on the Bucks and the Phoenix Suns, and, and the Bucs offered him a ring, but dude said hell no. And and quite frankly, bro, thinking about that, like if you're on the losing team and you played for the winning team, and and your brothers, like see you take that ring. Bro, they 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 lost their respect for you, man. So so yeah, that 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 to me that 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 kind of means something, okay? So I, I don't know where in the hell those guys were and again, I'm kind of going off on a tangent with that, but but I don't know where they were coming off with that crap. Okay. And and I saw something the Lakers just put something out that, that if if they do win the title, they're gonna offer all 26 people that played for them this year, a ring. Come on, man. Again, participation awards, they don't cut it for me, guys. They don't cut it for me. Go ahead, Hirsch. I see you. Go ahead.
2: No, Steve, Steve, you got it.
1: Um. So with the, with the whole, you know, giving the players rings, I mean, you just do it out of respect. It's, it is what it is. I mean, I, I think, it. you know, at the end of the day, it's up to the player, whether or not they want to accept it. Clearly Patrick Beverly or whoever made that comment wants a ring. So he, when they offer him the ring, he's going to accept it. Who, who said, or who knows about the other players on the uh, whole thing with the whole, you know, structure of the whole NBA playoffs, regular season as well. I I'm, I'm honestly a fan of the uh, whole play-in and with Hershey's idea or Nick Wright's, I guess, idea taken by Hershey with, you know, the teams being able to, you know, draft their, their, the top four seeds drafting their first round matchup. It's, it's a cool concept. And at the end of the day, like some teams just do not match up well against others. And, you know, what, whether that be for, or you know, Eric Spolster is just a much better coach than everyone else, clearly, or, or you know, the player, whatever, the personnel doesn't match up well enough. At the end of the day, I mean, it, it's, it's would say it's necessarily stupid. I think it could make sense in some situations. I mean, I don't, I think the Bucs wouldn't have picked the Heat. I think that's probably one of the last teams they would have picked outside of the Celtics. And the Sixers, I think they would have picked maybe any other team to play. Because we we are familiar with that team, and we are familiar with how how dangerous they can be in the postseason.
0: All right. So 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 to your point, okay. Listen, bro. Again, kudos to the Brooklyn freaking Nets for for throwing a, a wrench into your stupid freaking plan here, guys. Come come on, man. Like you just you, you're going to avoid someone because you don't match up with them. Like, this is where, again, man, I don't shy away from competition, man. That that ain't something that's in my nature. So, so so unfortunately, the Bucks had a tough matchup. That, that's the way the ball bounces, man. And, and kudos to the Brooklyn Nets for hanging on to that sixth seed. And you know what? You know what? They, they ran out of gas and they like to your point maybe the worst matchup for them was playing the Philadelphia 76ers right because they got swept okay so 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 hey Brooklyn should have gotten a pick who they want to play too dude get give, give me a break with that 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 is like your generation and again I hope I pissed some of your friends off dude like this is your generation coming up with this gu- participation awards man participation awards Hey, you want to slap on the back? Hey, good job, guys. Good job. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Steven. Good job. Good job, buddy. Okay, you say the, the Brooklyn Nuts should have been able to pick. The Brooklyn
1: Nuts or post-McKell Bridges trade went 10-13. and 13. They don't deserve jack shit. Oh. At <laughs> the, the, the end of the day, the Bucks had the best record in the league, and we
0: got one of the worst possible matchups in the first round. Worse than the, the two and the three seed. Hersh, see, here's what just happened there, Hersh. We got something out of Stephen Dorf that that I didn't know we were gonna get we we got him to, to get a little angry and, and blow an s on, on on his uncle man like that's all good bro I love it I freaking love it okay so so listen man we we can uh, here here's the beauty of what we're doing okay we can agree to disagree and and, and if me and you and and, and hers we're sitting in here and we're agreeing and having a love fest. Do you think people want to hear us yapping back and forth at each other? So the fact that I got you to swear, the fact that I raised your blood temperature, like, bro, this is good shiz nizzle. See, I can avoid it. This is good shiz nizzle, Hirsch. I love it, man. This is good shiz nizzle.
2: Yeah, I love seeing a fired up Steve. Um, we're here with Andy Dorf. Dorf on sports, um, Sirius XM channel 967. Um, let's let's move to some of those Western Conference matchups after a pretty fiery Eastern Conference uh segment. Um let's look at the let's look at the Suns Nuggets series. You know, neither neither home team has lost yet in this series. Uh we saw Jokic go off for drop fifty in a loss. Um and you know, Devin Booker has been shooting incredibly efficiently. Um, not like I've ever, I've never seen anything like it. Um, I think it's going to be difficult for it to keep going. And I think, you know, without Chris Paul, um, with the amount that KD and Devin Booker have been playing, um, just eating up those minutes, I think it's going to come back to bite them eventually. But yeah, what, what are your thoughts on this, you know, Western conference matchup? It's pretty tight.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously really close to it here in Phoenix, Arizona. So it's right in my backyard and Here's what happened, guys. Okay. Games one and game two, Monty had no belief in the bench at all. Wouldn't play those guys. And to your point about playing KD and book. Yeah, dude, they, they logged a, a crap load of minutes in those first couple of games and they're going to continue to load, to load those minutes, man. It's, it, it, it it's when to go home. Okay. Like, at a certain point, somebody's gonna want it more than somebody else. Okay. And, and 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 that that's what I saw in the last couple games from the Phoenix Suns. I saw Monty Williams be be forced into being a better coach, right? Like the first couple games, no 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 Ross, no, no TJ Warren, no Lindell, who who, by the way, is I, I can't believe i'm gonna say this but it's weird man but but maybe you guys are watching maybe you're not he seems to be more athletic than deAndre Ayton and, and he's actually giving joker more problems than, than Ayton is and 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 again I, I i don't know if it was with you or someone else but like deAndre Ayton is deAndre Ayton he, he ain't hakeem Olajuwon. i know that i get it okay but but Jack Lindell shouldn't be shouldn't be out playing you, man. He shouldn't be out performing you. Okay, but like this guy's moving his feet. He, he's causing problems for Joker, and, and Joker had a hell of a game. And what's crazy about what you said, like it's cool that y'all mentioned the the, the fifty plus points, and he didn't start it out with the altercation that he had with the Suns owner, which, which quite frankly, man, I I can't believe they fined Joker for that 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 that's wrong if you ask me i i don't i don't know why he got fined for that like if you guys or me are, are in the crowd and we grab the ball like that we're getting tossed out of the freaking arena man so so the fact that he didn't get tossed out and, and and then joker gets a technical in the game andy gets fined i'm sorry man like that 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 that's not how this should have been handled, okay? And and again, I'm I'm not rooting against the Phoenix Suns. So this is in my backyard. I'm I'm an objective sports guy. See, like that. That's what some people really appreciate. That and some people don't appreciate. It. When you're when you're a homer, you don't necessarily like what the dwarf man has to say because I tell you the truth, okay? But but that that was wrong. He he shouldn't have gotten a free pass. He he was a distraction to the game. He 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 held the ball and he and he, and and all Joker was trying to do. See, I think that this is what is getting missed. The guy was on the ground, okay. So, so he he had an advantage. He's trying to push the ball so that so that his team can 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 have like a three on two or a four on uh, four on one, whatever it is, right? So, so again, felt that was handled wrong. Let me let me touch on this because you you mentioned book and KD book is playing out of his freaking gourd right now guys like this is maybe the highest level that we've ever seen him play for sure okay and and he's maintaining i think he's like this is a crazy stat dude dude shot shot 36 of 43 of his last mid-range shots let let that marinate in the brain man and and these are contested like the other day i'm gonna I knock on the league a lot because I think we're watching some of the most lousy basketball that we've seen in a while. And I know you guys love it. So don't, let's not get going there. I know you love it, but, but, but but the truth is we, we saw shot making in game four and it was from both sides and it was incredible. Okay. So, so book is playing at such a high level and, and I'm, I'm, I'm watching KD out there and, and I'm sorry, but I'm I'm going to say it, man. Like he, he's, don't, don't 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 go crazy on me here cuz I know like y'all y'all big KD guys this is like your guy this is he's he's kind of like LeBron KD is 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 a guy that that your generation likes okay Stephen shaking his head but but it is he is Dude like what Charles Barkley said about him Is he deferring right now to D-Book all the time or what like that's what I'm seeing. And and it's it's not that like I'm not gonna go as far and say that he's a bus rider right now, but 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 he's leaning that way more so than being the driver of the Phoenix Suns. And and and, it, and it's he, he wants to fit in so badly to me that that I feel like there's there's times when dude, you're you're the best player on the floor. Take take over the game, and again. My my thought about having the best players on the floor, they can do that with KD and and, and book. Okay, that they 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 can have the two best players in any series too. So, this 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 series is a long way from being over, guys. I I, I think we're looking at a seven game series, Steven. So, that that's where my head is at this point, and might might be good to have the home court advantage at at, at that point. Mm-hmm.
1: No, yeah, I'm I I think Nuggets win in seven. Uh, partially because of the Landry Shammit curse. I don't know if you're familiar with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a joke, but no, I still do have sons or uh, nuggets in seven. Uh, I think that I mean, when you have a guy as good as Nicole Jokic on the team or on your team, and you have someone like Jamal Murray who is also you know playing out of his you know his gourd, as you say. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this the, <laughs> the the nuggets got a lot going for them. I like uh Malone as a coach a lot, and I think this is really just a case of these are two really quality teams right here and they both won at their own home uh court
0: so so to you guys just out of curiosity hirsch who's playing the best right now in the nba playoffs i i actually i'm, I'm gonna give the nod to d book right now and then i got like jimmy buckets like really close and and this is insane but we got to give credit to freaking LeBron James, guys. At 38 years old, like, there's a big difference between how he looks at 38 to me and the way that Mike looked at 38, okay? So the way that he goes to the basket is still ferocious. So th- those are, like, my three top guys who I – and 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 then Steph is kind of number four on the outside looking into me, Hirsch.
2: Yeah, in my opinion, I think what Steph's doing is way more impressive than what LeBron's doing at this point. Um, You know, it seems to me like in this Lakers series, um, Anthony Davis is that catalyst for the Lakers' offense. Um, It seems like, you know, they're kind of trying to run their offense through Anthony Davis, and it's on Anthony Davis to have a big night. It doesn't seem like LeBron's been super impactful in this series, whereas You know, the Warriors' whole team is funneled through Steph Curry and always has been. Um, They get the majority of their points from their backcourt. And, you know, the Splash Brothers, they can always get it done. But I think it's incredible at 35 years old that Steph Curry is the bus driver, like Charles Barkley says, of this team. And he's had some incredible performances as well in that King series. And then, you know, he's, he's leading them against the Lakers here now. So... I would definitely say that Curry's been extremely impressive this offseason. i maybe say he's the best.
1: I mean, I, Hirsch, I have to agree with you. Curry has been sensational in these playoffs. I mean, a lot of players, a lot of these superstars have shown why they're called superstars. But with LeBron James, I mean, he is, you know, 38, 39 years old. He's – he. He he, and you say that he isn't, uh you know, the the bus driver of that offense or that team. But in my mind, LeBron James, whatever team he's on, he's the bus driver. He 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 does everything, whether it be you know score, pass, create for others. He does it all. He plays defense, and he's thirty eight. I mean, if if this Lakers team, if they, I mean, I know we talk about how regular season doesn't matter, but if they had this, you know, same roster that they had uh, after trade deadline, they probably would have been a two three, maybe even one seed in the Western conference this year. Again, LeBron James being the bus driver.
0: Again, let's give a ton of credit to Darvin Ham. Okay, man, like, dude, he figured it out. Let's give a lot of credit to the Laker organization for all of the trade deadline deals that they made. It's really, really working out right now for them in the postseason and, and we're speculating, right? Because the game is going on behind us right now and the Lakers just got a two point advantage. So it's like 59, 57 or something. Right. So kind of bring people up to speed as to when we're watching this game and how we're seeing it. So let's think about it, right? If the Lakers are able to go up three, one, I think that that, that that's extremely impressive. Right. And, and so, so Hirsch with that being said, it's going to be time for Steph Curry and Klay and Thompson to really, really step up and, and wind up figuring out how, how to come back from a three, one deficit. If they're lucky enough to get the win and it's two, two going back to golden state, like, you know what? Th- then the ball is back in their court, right? Because they have home court advantage. So it, it was like, you know, we look at game three and we talk about like how important that is because what about 75% of the time, the team that wins that game win wins the series. Well, we're past that now. Right? So, so the only way to look at it is, is how does golden state get an advantage and how do the Lakers get the advantage? The Lakers get the advantage by going up three, one and using their size and using Anthony Davis, the way that they've used him and, say what you want, man. Le- LeBron is a, is a freight train going down that, that, that lane. And he, he is so difficult to stop it. Him and Giannis are, are, are right there, man. They're like neck and neck with, with how the hell do you stop these guys when, when they get downhill on you? Um, it, it's the others, man. They got to keep getting contributions from Russell and Schroeder and everybody, dude, Austin, Austin Reeves. We, we don't give him enough credit. Like, like, the Lakers are they're okay man and and if they get this win I told y'all I remember saying something to you, like I told you I was feeling Boston LA and I feel like we're going back to 1985 when I was watching the Bucks lose to the Boston Celtics or the Philadelphia 76ers every single run um with some great teams man but but th- th- this is this is a huge game OK, and, and again, we're not going to be with the end of the podcast when it's over. But Lakers can really take command of this series and Golden State can can kind of re- reestablish themselves. So the, the chess mess is out there. And this this to me, it's this one. This is the most competitive second round series, guys. So so, Stephen, I, I I think this is a really, really competitive series. And if somebody gets that upper hand. It, it's going to be daunting and very difficult to, to come back from.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I think between, you know, the Boston and Philadelphia series and the, you know, this Lakers warrior series and well, as well as the Suns and uh, nugget series, I think all three of those are, you know, on a very similar tier or level of competitiveness in comparison to the, the heat series, but that's kind of just where I'm at. These are all, to me these have been a great playoffs i mean besides the Bucs losing what more can you ask for right
0: yeah i mean again you can look at it in a couple of different ways it's good to see upsets but 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 should one seeds two seeds and three seeds be losing like all in the first round that 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 hurts to me that 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 is ultimately the question about what we're seeing in this particular postseason. Is this good for the NBA having it so that basically anybody can win and making it a little bit more like hockey because the the puck can bounce anyway, right? More often than not in the NBA, my point is this is that when we've watched four out of seven game series, the better team usually wins. So so like we were dead wrong about the Miami heat. Like, that's what I'm trying to say, Steven. We were dead wrong about how good this Miami heat team could be come postseason, season. Hersh. So, so they, 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 they put up when, 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 when the time came, they answered the call, man. Got to give them credit. They stepped up.
2: Definitely. And, you know, I think, I think having that parody within the league is definitely interesting. You know, after, Everyone was, you know, complaining about that Durant, Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and then they got, they ended up getting DeMarcus Cousins at the tail end of his, you know, like real playing career. Everyone kept saying it it was unfair that the NBA was not fun anymore, that it was, you know, everyone knew who was going to win every time. And it is nice to see, you know, a mixture of teams. I do think it is problematic that an eight seed can come in and take out a one seed in five games. I mean, something is, doesn't need to be sad about like how poorly the box were but I still didn't like the fact that the heat were the eighth seed I thought that was kind of you know un unfair but th- that would be my take on it for sure
0: yeah i mean look again we can agree to disagree on 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 how how they get into this um and 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 ultimately making a team avoid a different team to me. Just I don't like it. I, I there, there's nothing about it I'm ever gonna like because I've never shied away from competition myself. And I I think when you're when you're a pro athlete that that that's that's almost disrespectful, guys. Okay, so so I think if 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 you if you were to ask any pro athlete. I already know because I've asked, they, they want to play a team at their best. So, so when, when injuries happen, that, that's disappointing to teams. Like they don't, they don't want to take a team out that that's banged up. They want to take a team out at full strike. So let, let's agree to disagree on this one, guys, Stephen.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> You probably couldn't put it too much better to agree to really disagree. I think that the parody in this uh, NBA can be looked at as a good thing. I personally hated Kevin Durant on the Warriors. I hated all that super team business, all that stuff. I, I wasn't a fan of it. I like that, you know, if you're in the playoffs, you have a legit shot at winning a championship. And to me, that's how it should be. Hirsch, I, I'm sure you are probably on a similar wavelength as me.
2: Yeah, Um I definitely, you know, like I kind of mentioned, I think the parity is good for the league. Um, you know, I, I just love to see the Bucs still be in it. Um,
0: that'll be hey, it let for- me ask you. Well, hey, before, before you cruise, let me ask you this really quickly, okay? If, if if you have a dream matchup right now, just to see in the finals, who would it be, Hirsch? Who would it be, Steven Dorf? Because I'll tell you mine. Hirsch?
2: Uh, I would love to see a Nuggets Sixers.
0: Nuggets Sixers. Okay. That's interesting. Nobody would watch it. Right. But it's okay because nobody, nobody thinks the Denver Nuggets are any good. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so it would force people to watch that. Like, okay. I I wonder what the ratings would be though. Seriously. Go go ahead. Steven, you. Um, call me crazy, but
1: I think a Lakers heat finals could be really special. I think that could be, that could make for some great TV as well.
0: Well, Okay. And y'all know where my head is because I told you, I want to go back to 1985 in my time machine and I want to make it Boston, LA uh, all over again. At the end of the day, man, you got Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown who are on their way up right in this league. And then you got LeBron James, who is kind of at the end of his time. At least we think, although the, the way he's playing, man, I don't know why the guy wouldn't keep playing, but, but, I'd love to see Boston, LA, just for old time's sake, right? And and turn the clock back a little bit to to my childhood a little bit. So it's kind of cool. We all have a different thought, which is fantastic, man. I love it, guys. Good stuff as always, fellas.
2: Definitely. That'll be it for today's episode of the Bucks and Six podcast. Um, we'd like our thing we'd like to thank our guest, Andy Dorr from Dorf on Sports, for joining us on today's show. Uh, make sure to check them out on SiriusXM channel 967, as well as iHeartRadio and the Sport Byline. Uh, make sure to leave us a like down below, subscribe, check us out on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at Bucks and 6 ffsn and now on Facebook as well at Milwaukee Bucks FFSN. I'm Hershey Winkleman, he's Steven Dorf, and let's go Bucks.
0: Let's go!